Here we go, folks. Yeah. Welcome to Knife Journal Podcast, episode 107. Um, we've had a little bit of a hiatus, but uh, due to um, some great circumstances, we decided that we were going to do another one. So I'm here with my friend uh, Kyle. Yep. And we are ready to rock it on New Year's Day. 2019. That's right. So we also decided to do just a little bit of a formatting change because we both decided we were a little sick of talking about knives, um, but we do did always enjoy like the current events sort of thing. So I think we may yeah. uh, do an article or two about knives, but then uh, it is kind of fun to shoot the breeze and find a couple of articles that trigger Jim. So. <laughs> well, that's and that's we all know that's relatively easy to do. All it takes is a government flipping shutdown, and everybody right. having conniption fits about it. And there you go. <laughs> all right. So I have I the first article I want to bring up is actually the thing that started the government shutdown. So you remember back around December nineteenth, Trump was bargaining down. First he started at five billion, and then. All of a sudden, he was at 1.9, then 1.3, or how, whatever it was. Uh, and then he said, well, maybe maybe a wall is just a figurative thing and not a literal thing. So, Ann Coulter wrote an article on December 19th, and uh, after she wrote that article, Trump unfo- unfollowed her, but then he changed his policy. And yeah. now we have the government shutdown so well listen you know i i i don't know what his advisors are telling him but we live in the north country and what do you have surrounding you right now keeping the cold weather out uh great lakes what do you no. mean what, no, what do a, you have it's a buffer uh, in your house Oh, a you house. Wall. Yeah, you have a, have a wall. house. You have walls. You have <laughs> okay. walls. You have a door. Yeah. You don't go through the window to come into your house, do you? You go through the door. And if somebody goes into your house that's not welcome or wanted, what do you do with them? Well, I tell them to leave, and if they won't leave, I call the cops, and if things get physical, I shoot them. Exactly. Now, you fill me in. How is this any different? Well, okay. even if even if you consider even if you f- liberals are worried about you know don't you have a wall to keep the cold air out or do you live in the bushes? Well, Obama has a wall around his house. Ten foot, <laughs> a little wall. Foot, yeah, yeah, yeah. The White yeah, House no, has ex- a wall around it. I thought walls yep. didn't work. <laughs> yep. Why is there hey, a wall around hey, the White House? Basic basic life forms. A cell has a wall. Yeah. A single cell has a wall. We have a wall. It's called skin. <laughs> Keeps our insides on the inside. <laughs> right. Let me let me <laughs> let me get to some of uh, Coulter's tastier remarks. <laughs> so uh, let's see. So the, anybody can find the article. It's on ancoulter.com, and by now it's in the archives. Um. Uh, but. Uh, 
here's here's one uh, uh, here's one thing. She she says uh, he's a vulgar publicity hound who used to call reporters in fake voices and pretend to be his own PR agent, John Miller or John Barron, so he could brag that actresses wanted to date him. On on one Apprentice episode, the reward for the winning team was to see Trump's apartment. Not to eat there or spend the night, they got to see it. As a little treat, you're going to see the nicest apartment in New York City. He added, I show this apartment to very few people. Presidents. Kings. <laughs> so she just she just went after him. And after she did that, uh, magically his policy on... Um, all of that kind of changed, and now we have the shutdown. So I thought that was a, a pretty good article so to she, uh, kick things off, since you wanted yeah, to talk so about she, the wall. So she basically, so she basically just called him out on the fact that he was starting to waver a little bit. Yeah, basically, and and then immediately and was, thereafter, and she, was, uh, she sounds like she was successful. Yep. <clears throat> Because I know a lot of people would have been very disappointed if he caved. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you when you stop and figure the one of the biggest things that happened during this shutdown was a legal immigrant police officer was killed by an illegal alien gang member. Yeah, that that should have been deported was was. I don't even know what stage he was in the catch and release program or uh, or what, but he was clearly a gang member and he shot a young man with a little kid who came to this country legally 7 years ago, became a police officer, took extra classes so that his English was very good so he could so people could understand him real well on the radio. And on Christmas freaking Eve he starts his tour and is dead, you know, like six hours after he took a beautiful family picture in front of their Christmas tree. Hmm. It makes you sick. Yeah. You know, people like Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer, they're, they're, they disgust me. They totally disgust me because they own that, along with every Democrat and every every Republican, quite frankly, that didn't hop on board with this on on this train early on when we had the the numbers in both places and they decided that they were going to just be retarded well they decided that that they weren't going to pick that fight and said instead they tried to pick the healthcare fight and failed at it so they wasted yeah. like the entire 2 years doing that and it it really didn't and what did and what have we been talking about? You know, they they what is it with the Republicans? They can't do anything. Well, they I would I would say that they don't want to do anything. Well, then they all need to go. Well, a bunch of them did go. Plain and <laughs> simple, and they don't need to be replaced with Democrats. Now, if, if you look at the election um, that, that happened in November, the ones that were always, you know kind of kowtowing to the left and to the press are gone now or a, yeah. bun a bunch of them are and probably the rest of them are on notice you know well it's getting very tiring it is getting very 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 tiring and it needs to end this 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 crap needs to end 
you know, unless they're actually intentionally trying to kill our country, which could very well be. I mean, they they could very well be. They want a, they want a government like uh, communist Russia, where you have the chosen few on the top, and then everybody else is uh, a subordinate, which is kind of what we're heading well, to. Yeah, it seems I, I, like. I hate to tell you, but we're kind of already there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and and I think a lot of people are just waking up to that fact, you know. And it needs to be. I mean, this seems to be very subversive talk, apparently. But um, you know, when you have when you have people that are just totally not paying attention to the Constitution and doing anything they want, and you can make up your own gender, and you can make up your own name, and you can change your birth date. You can say that I'm now, instead of being 55, I can be 35 or 25 or and legally be 25. And I can say I'm a woman or a dog. I guess I could say I'm a dog or a horse. I guess that's all legal too, right? Hmm. <laughs> I can, I could, I could probably. I'm not touching that one. <laughs> I could, I could probably, I could probably marry another, another person if I wanted to. Uh, yeah, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> but seriously, it's yeah. like you can make up the rules as you go. Yeah. I'm from now on I'm gonna I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna call cake cake anymore. I'm gonna call it cookies. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna make it up as I go. Um and and what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna start doing is I'm gonna start calling um great American made knives Pakistani knives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's just gonna go on. I mean, we're just gonna keep on going on and changing, you know, changing the names of everything. Yeah. You know, I mean, how ridiculous is this? Well, you're not supposed to call them illegal immigrants anymore. You're supposed to call them undocumented migrants. <laughs> oh, whatever. Undocumented. <laughs> That's funny. And when a bunch of people show up to your border, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of people show up to your border. Uh, waving the flag of another country and then start attacking the border agents, that's not an invasion. That's a peaceful no. demonstration. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was the first thing that I said. I was like, really? This is an invasion? <laughs> you said 16, an army. Can you imagine 1,600 or 6,000 Marines running across the Canadian border? Well, would that be okay? Yeah, how about if we about, mass a whole bunch of people at the Canadian border waving flags and... And just and, start running across. Yeah, and start, like, throwing rocks at the border agents and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then start running in there. How do you think Canada is going to feel about that? Yeah. What do you think Mexico? Mexico would be, like, well, you know what happens in Mexico. We had a, we had a Marine that made a wrong turn. Ended up in Mexico at the border with a, with with his guns in the in the back, and he was apparently going back to a, to going back to his base or going home. One of the two. I don't remember what the the complete story, but remember he was in he was in a Mexican jail for uh, I don't know something like five months or something like that. Maybe it was only five weeks, six weeks. I don't know. I don't remember what the time is, but they put him in jail nonetheless. And it took like the president to finally get off his dead ass and say something to the Mexican president. Say, "Hey, you got our guy. Let him go." Hmm. You know, 
I mean, I don't remember. Like I said, I don't remember all the details about it. I remember Obama was didn't really care even if he stayed down there or not, because that's the kind of guy he is, douchebag. <laughs> so you got another article? <laughs> <laughs> I had one and I lost it. Hang on a second. It's <laughs> it, it's it's scrolled and I lost it. It was a really good one too. Okay. We have well, we have the um, uh, <laughs> this is a good one. Um, this is one I had read earlier today and I don't have it pulled up right now. But it was basically how Oregon has got a glut of marijuana. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would they? Why would they have a glut of it? Oh, I guess. Well, that, appara- yeah. uh, apparently, what happened was, um, they <laughs> people got went in early because pot was sixteen hundred dollars and a pound. I think it was. Mm-hmm. If I'm not, I, I don't remember. It the was a exact lot. Numbers yeah. there. It was a lot, and so there was these big guys that were investing a ton of money, 30, 40 employees. They were going to be the freaking pot growers of Oregon. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the license was like a thousand dollars to get, mm-hmm. and it anybody could get it. Yeah, I mean there was no there was there was no regulations whatsoever as to, and there was no restrictions on how many they were given out. Yeah, and so what happened was a ton of people started growing it, and there's not a lot of people that actually smoke it. I guess like they were saying something like four or five thousand people were actual customers. Oh. And so, and so there, there they are with bales and bales and bales of, of marijuana that they can't sell because you can't cross the state line with it. Yeah. And you, and you can't, you know, the the market price is now, and so the 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 big companies that invested a ton of money in there are gone now. They're all they're out of business. Yeah. And they're complaining that this because it was the the federal government screwed it up. Well, or the state government screwed it up, which is kind of interesting because if you look at the agriculture is like that yeah excuse me agriculture is like that yeah you supply know, you, goes up you, uh cost goes down <laughs> exactly you know, exactly when demand exactly. is more or less constant so anyway the, the reason jim is bringing this up is that in november um the there was proposition one on the michigan ballot that passed by 56 to 44 percent and what that proposition did was made it so that Recreational marijuana is now legal in the state of Michigan. Um, Individuals can have uh, 10 ounces of marijuana in their house locked in a secure area. Uh, They can carry around 2.5 ounces, and they can uh, grow up to 12 plants. So um, that became a thing. Um, The only thing is, is that they haven't, um, been you know license, licensing shops or growers or anything like that because it's a brand new law, 
and it didn't even become law until December 6th. So yeah. if you are in Michigan and you wanted to buy it, you can't buy it currently because there's no legal way to buy it. And as far as I know, if you go up to some drug dealer on the street or your buddy that has a marijuana card, if he sells it to you, um, you're both in hot water still. Although they have been vacating a lot of the charges against people um, for that. But anyway, so that's that's why he's bringing it up. Um, the other the other article that's germane to the one that you just mentioned. Um, so basically, Oregon, <laughs> all those guys, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to pack all of that stuff in um, sealed bags that are that have nitrogen in them. Otherwise, the stuff will decay and it won't. You know, there's a there's a shelf life to it unless you pack it in nitrogen. Mm-hmm. So that's and that's going to be expensive. Um, then I read another article where uh, in Colorado the same thing happened, and now uh, there's so much marijuana that uh, it's they said in the article that it's under a thousand dollars a pound now, and that's like the first time ever. Yeah, well, and that's what. Uh, um they were saying, well, they were saying the dispensaries were even closing because they couldn't even afford to, they can't even afford to sell it. They yeah. can't even keep the doors open to sell it. I, it just is, it's, it's, it's remember, boys and girls, that these laws were written by pot smokers for pot smokers and nobody else. Yeah. And, and so there's not, you know, a pot smoker writes a law, there's not a lot of thought that goes into it. <laughs> you know, I mean, have you noticed the the giant s- silence of the hemp genes? Oh yeah, those I have, people. I have yeah. not had one person <laughs> say anything to me about hemp genes in the last three months. Yeah, it's because which usually uh, you, you run across people all the time that are like, you know, oh man, we really need to have this hemp oil so we can burn it in our cars. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know the other right. Well, um, for the first time um, this year, uh, the farm bill includes uh, provisions for hemp, not marijuana, not the stuff that you would smoke, not, but not the, the buds on the top, but the stems. Right, because the stalks and the stems actually are a pretty good source of fiber, and you, you know, a hemp hemp rope <laughs> is a static rope. Uh, versus a d- dynamic rope, which is um, like nylon, or s- meaning it doesn't stretch. Right. So, you know, if you need a rope that doesn't stretch, hemp is actually really good rope. Yeah. But, but it probably it went out with with nylon. Well, I think I think the 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 usefulness of hemp ropes went bye bye when some of the some of the more. Uh, more, I don't even know how you would call it, but they're but they're uh, basically tougher, you know, stronger, uh, lighter materials, uh, yeah. man-made materials. Replaced them because you used to be able to. You'd go down to the, your your co-op and you'd buy you'd buy rope all day long, and it's it's actually more difficult to find it than it used to be. You have to pretty much buy it online by by the giant roll. You know, guys uh, doing knife testing, they. They used to be able to go down to the hardware store and get it, yeah. and now it's 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 a lot more difficult to find, mm-hmm. and it's and it's kind of funny because, uh, um, you know, it's that whole build a better mousetrap thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you use use rope for certain things, certain particular things, and uh, there was a man-made product that came along and it was better than 
than like than the hemp the stuff, yeah. Natural fiber stuff, and the natural fiber stuff got pushed out. You know, it was yeah. stronger, cheaper. You know, uh, more more weather resistant. I mean, it used to be all the rigging and in ships and stuff was all hemp, hemp, yeah, or Manila rope. Yep. You know, and then and uh, but now it's not. I mean, it's a uh, you know, it's a it's like anything else, and and I I think that uh, I mean you're seeing it. It's the way things work. I mean, it's like why Sears and, and Roebuck is going out of business. Why Kmart went out of business. Why, why did IT and T go out of business? Because they did not step up to the to the plate. They didn't continue uh, innovating, and they just sat back on their laurels. And somebody stepped in and and did a better job. And and I think, uh, I mean, I don't think rope manufacturers were killed because because they were the ones that were producing the new rope. Yeah, you know, and uh, so it's it's. I mean, it is kind of one of those natural processes, like living and dying. I mean, yeah. same. You know, it's just a it's a industries change. You know, you know, yep. Industries change, and uh, uh, the trick is to be to be fluid enough. And it, I think that that's the that's one of the things about uh, that is one of the interesting things about a lot of corporations. They get to the certain size. When the employees no longer are innovative, uh, Apple is a classic, classic example. I mean, it is playing out right in front of your eyes. Steve Jobs, very very innovative guy. I mean, all of his stuff was 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 out of the ordinary. Was much better. Was you know um, the magnetic plug thing. You know, the, all that stuff is you know was a, a really good innovative product. All the iPhones, <clears throat> the whole shoot match. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have an iPhone. I do. <clears throat> but when he died, what happened? All of it stopped. All of the innovation that Apple used to do is now taking a back seat. The uh, uh, I was looking at MacBook Pros, new MacBook Pros, because uh, mine is a 2013, I think, so it's five years old. And uh, the Apple guy, I looked at the plug and I was like, "Well, what? They got rid of the magnetic plug?" And he was like, "Yeah." He said, "We're he said, we're putting this new one in." I said, "Well, that's the same one that my Google Pixel phone has." And I said, "Why did do, why did they do that? That doesn't seem <clears throat> very smart. The mechanical or the magnetic plug was really good." Well, he said, "You know, that's the industry standard. That new plug. <clears throat> it's the same one that Samsungs come on their phones, and 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 he said, and the new iPhones are going to have that too eventually." And I started laughing, and I said to him. Since when was Apple worried about the industry standards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he didn't even have an answer for that. Yeah, I know. Yes. 
<laughs> we're going by the wayside. We're going to be out using Windows operating system next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's but it's funny. I mean, it's it's the same. It's it's like that all over. <clears throat> okay. Anyways, so here's another one that's near and dear to my heart. <clears throat> this is from the Wall Street Journal. As government shutdown continues, workers worry and bills grow. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some federal employees are bracing for the worst, deferring their payments, filing for unemployment claims, and notifying landlords they may not make their rent. Hmm. Okay, so 25% of the government... Okay, in this article, um, they mention this guy. He's a geologist for the Bureau of Land Management in Wyoming. And he isn't sure how long he can last without a paycheck. Now this guy makes a hundred grand a year, I'll bet at least, because he's a federal employee. He's probably a GS eleven or more, and he doesn't have any money in his savings account. And he can't last for paycheck to paycheck, or maybe he only gets one paycheck a year. I don't know. He has already deferred his January car payment. And applied for unemployment benefits. <laughs> I mean, really? Yeah, you've been That's out of work for two less than two weeks. And less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Now, come on, people. Are you kidding me? Mm. Now, tell me that this man is not a liberal. I'll bet you he's a screaming liberal. Uh... I don't know. I don't know him. <laughs> well, no, you know, I don't either. You, I'm just I'm just saying that yeah. the, the, it all fits. The reason he's a, they, government, uh, he's a government employee and he has no savings account. Yeah. Well, the, the I guess the deal is is that uh, if you want to end the shutdown, put pressure on the representatives that are causing the shutdown, uh, which are the ones. Let's look up what the federal budget is. Let's, let's see, Google. Well, the I know that I know that the what they're asking for, the five billion dollars that they're asking for, is less money than. Um, what the heck was it? They put it in context. I mean, it's not. It's like okay. it's like not even. It's like less than one percent or less yeah, than I'll, one. Yeah, I actually I will give you the exact number. The federal budget is three point eight trillion. Point. Divided by, um, wait a minute. So, oops. Uh, so it'd be <laughs> oh, calculator. Oh, five divided by eight equals. It is point one three percent. Five billion is point point one three percent. So point. a tenth of a percent of the federal budget. A tenth of okay, a percent. Okay, people. So a tenth of a percent, that's about how much urine you can allow in your drinking water in the city of Detroit. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, hey, <laughs> you're pretty. You're probably not going to notice it. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, unless they were eating asparagus. And then <laughs> but seriously, I mean, come on. 380,000 federal employees are facing uncertainty. You know what I, th I say? Get rid of them. Yeah, we don't I, need them. Have we noticed any anything with the mm. shutdown? It's been down two weeks. How yeah. is your life different? Yeah. Well, you know? no. Th this is. They did say this. They did say this. 
This is, uh, um, hang on a second. It said that people are still using the toilets and they're a mess. So it must be all the Republicans are using the toilets. <laughs> and they're a mess in the parks. <laughs> so so that's the problem. All the Republicans are still using the using the parks and you know they're they're dumping all their gar you know, because we don't care about the environment. We're just shitting up the place. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell them. I say, I say, go have them look for another job. Hmm. I say these guys need to go find real work, real meaningful employment, because obviously a geologist working for the BLM. I mean, weren't those the guys that that screwed up the uh, uh, the river out that way somewhere, where they went into a mine shaft and did something, and all of a sudden it dumped a bunch of uh, toxic crap into the river and poison the river oh yeah i remember that that was like a yeah. few years ago that guy got yeah, hot yeah. water yeah 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 wasn't it these guys yeah <laughs> who knows but i mean it's but seriously it's like are you kidding me that's crazy that we're worried about that stuff <clears throat> oh man okay well i have yes. uh, i have one sent in by a uh, listener Uh, Corey Murphy, everybody knows him. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, so the if you want to find this article, uh, you would Google "pocket knife stops bullet aimed at man getting gas." <laughs> Gunman arrested wow. after attempted carjacking. So I'll read it. And this is from uh, Dateline, Tipton, Indiana. <laughs> A 25-year-old is in custody after trying to steal several cars and shooting at drivers. Just before 7 a.m. Wednesday, Tipton County deputies were called to Love's Truck Stop on U.S. 31 on report of shots fired. Deputies say a man uh, was at the stop getting gas and he walked into the store. While inside, he noticed the lights on his car start to flash. When he approached the car, he noticed someone was inside. For unknown reasons, the suspect could not get the car to work. Uh, the car's owner confronted the suspect and fired at him twice while running away. Deputies say the owner of the car was actually struck by a bullet, but he was saved because of a knife that was in his pocket. <laughs> nice. Yep. And so basically then he tried to do it a whole bunch of other times to a bunch of other cars. Um, and uh, they went on, he went on a little chase. They found him on the uh, walking on the highway. And they detained him because he tripped. <laughs> and now he's uh, uh, he's in a little he's, hot water. Now, yeah, now he's, gonna be, um, he's, now in, he's going to he's be. He's going to be in very hot in water. The, <laughs> in the pokey. Yep. In the pokey. Yep. In the pokey because those paid employees are doing their job. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they pretty much have to. That's the that's the non-discretional part of the federal yep. budget. 
So, yeah, that's the thing is when there's a government shutdown like we have now, what they're arguing about is not the automatic spending. That's why most of the government doesn't shut down. It's the discretionary spending, which is about 14% of the budget. So so that's what they're arguing about. So here you go. Near this is this is probably another product. This is from CNN because they're really they really want to force this issue. Uh, near capacity toilets force Joshua Tree campgrounds to close amid government shutdowns. California's Joshua Tree National Park on Wednesday will become <clears throat> come the latest ca- <clears throat> the latest casualty of the federal government's partial shutdown closing campgrounds amid health and safety concerns over near-capacity pit toilets. So, <laughs> so people, <laughs> let me tell you what. If you've ever seen the size of these pit toilet tanks, they do not pump them in two weeks, every two weeks. That means that whoever was supposed to be pumping these things out wasn't doing it because they don't fill up in two weeks. There's no way they fill up in two weeks. Well, unless a bunch of... Uh Unless there's like a biker rally or something that well, goes through. Well, yeah, and it could have been. Well, that's could have, that's exactly what it could have been. It could have been a biker rally that was that actually the whole point of the biker rally was to be regular. Yeah, and, and so they was, ate a whole and, and shitload of salads and crackling oat bran. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> the fiber, up the fiber, baby. The up the fiber riders. I've actually stayed at that uh, campground. Or I've been, I've stayed in Joshua Tree uh, National. I think it was National Forest, but anyway, I've been there. It's pretty okay. cool. It's yeah. deserty though. So it says. So of course, in in red letters is with a quarter. I mean, this is the doom and gloom. With a quarter of the federal government employees' workforce beginning 2019 out of work or working without a paycheck. Agencies from the National Park Service to the Environmental Protection Agency. And the Smithsonian are feeling the pinch, baby. Well, you know what? They're still taking taxes, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know what? These bastards are going to get paid back pay. Even though the toilets are overflowing right now, they're still going to get paid for not pumping them. Oh, yeah. You know? So how? what do you think of that? Well, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. So they're gonna they're gonna go back to work and they're gonna get all their back pay. It's not like we're saving any money by not having them work. Fuckers should be working right now. Pardon my English. You need to edit that. Ugh. Those people should be. <laughs> those people should continue to be working because they're gonna get paid. That's the that's the tragedy of the whole thing. I don't think anybody's even gonna talk about this. You know, because these toilets are are gonna get pumped. Are not gonna get pumped. The campground is going to close. Everything is going to be come to a standstill, but these employees are still going to get their paychecks when this is done. Yeah. For services that they did not provide. I say if they don't show up for work every day, they shouldn't get any pay at all. Well, they probably won't, you know, if you didn't actually only, show I'll up. Tell you, I'll tell you who the only ones, the only ones that I have feelings for in, during this thing, the only ones, mind you, the absolutely, positively only ones that I get that I feel bad for are the U.S. Coast Guard. 
Yeah, they because have to, be, that's a real job. I can't believe yeah. that's discretionary spending. Yeah, well, that's they're, because they're apparently not Department of Defense, they're Department of Homeland Security, and they are non-essential. I mean, they're, they're essential that they have to work, but they're non-essential getting their paycheck. Yeah. And I think that that's not, that's not right. That should have been included in that, uh, um, the, the thing about, um, the, the, uh, the soldiers, um, getting paid. You know, that was the same kind of thing. Yeah, because if you don't have a Coast Guard, you're pretty much screwed if somebody right. somebody's boat goes down or something. Right. And you know what? And these guys don't make a lot of money anyway. It's not like this other jack wagon in, you know, geologist in uh, in for the BLM, you know, the guy that's way overpaid. Yeah. Look that up. Google that up for a second. How much does a geologist make for a... Geologist for the, salary for... BLM. Oh, uh, let's see. B- U.S. government. Uh, let's see. They're saying ninety-two, hundred and four, and $117,300 for a bachelor, master's, and Ph.D. Yeah. In geology, so, respectively. So ninety now, private sector. What do you suppose that those guys make? Salary. Well, if they're working for oil and they're good. Um, I would guess a lot. Mm, I don't know. Well, regardless, that guy's making a hundred hundred grand a year, and he he's living paycheck to paycheck. Well, he's probably got a big lifestyle. Hundred and depends on where he lives. A hundred and four won't buy a shit in California. He's living in freaking Wyoming. Well, then he's got, then he's Hang on might on. be doing Hang something on. wrong. <laughs> Maybe you invested in one of the pot farms. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, yeah, and so I, a thing I forgot to tell you was is that Canada, the entire country, legalized recreational marijuana, yeah. and like it was legal for like a week, and the entire country got smoked out of marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! So they should just so make he, a deal with Canada and <laughs> sell their excess there. Yeah. Yeah, we have NAFTA. No, we don't have NAFTA anymore. Well, and you can't bring it across borders, so right. I was right. being facetious. Well, well, how are we getting it before if you can't do that? Well, it was guys um, with backpacks of compacted bricks of marijuana um, walking from somewhere in the south of the continent to the north of the continent. <laughs> yeah. No stems, no seeds that you don't need. Acapulco gold is badass weed. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Man, that is from Cheech and Chong from like 1970. Yeah, look that up. Google that. Acapulco gold. Sense a million, man. Uh, Wikipedia says uh, Acapulco gold is a strain of cannabis sativa. That was popular during the 1960s counterculture movement for its potency and unique color. Um, first recorded in the United States in 1964, uh, it was defined by the Ox- Oxford English Dictionary as a special grade of cannabis growing in the vicinity of Acapulco with colors of brownish gold or a mixture of gold and green. 36 bucks per kilo kilo at the source in Mexico in 1973. So 
$36 for 2.2 pounds. Holy shit. Uh, and they sold it, um, it says they were selling it for $30 an ounce in 1972 in the United States. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Hmm. Okay, so you can go on YouTube and you can get a clip of it. Yeah. Of that, of what I just saying. It said it was 1978's Up in Smoke. <laughs> yeah. Starring uh, comedy duo Cheech and Chong. Yeah. <clears throat> My voice doesn't do it any justice, but... All right, so how about... Uh, um, NASA provides the first image from record record-setting flyby of ultimate. What it must be tool t u t u l e t h u l e. Uh, yeah, that's or yeah, I guess. What's what is that? The uh, I have no um, idea. <laughs> that's a bike rack, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. But it, no, I, I think it's a um, a giant rock that flew by. Um, Outside of Pluto, billion miles beyond Pluto, which they Pluto's not even a planet anymore. I think so they reversed themselves on that. Let me let me look that up. I thought I read that. <clears throat> a uh, they're calling it a minor planet. Is a dwarf ah. planet. So yeah, they. It's um, a bug planet. It's an ugly planet. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? I have no idea. Come on, it's got a great knife scene in it. I don't know. You know how bad I am at some at the movies Sto- after my kids were born. Okay, okay. Storm troop, storm ship. Tro- no, starship, starship troopers? troopers. Yes. Yeah, I. They've got a throwing knife in there. Okay. Anyways, that's from that's from that. It's a bug planet. It's an ugly planet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> guy end up die, dying. Anyways, back to Pluto. So apparently this thing is flying by them at uh, screen past ultimate 31,500 miles per hour. Um, so it's a spacecraft that flew by this uh, ultimate Thule. And it was a, there's a picture of it, and it looks like Looks like a like somebody didn't know how to make a snowball very well, <laughs> like and a they, comet or like, whatever, huh? Yeah, looks kind of like a. I don't even know what it looks like. It looks weird, and it's um, it's like it's got like a snowball attached to a snowball, and apparently it must be spinning around like a like a pair of uh, like a bolo or something. Okay, spinning, and apparently they. I know earlier they were talking about it like they were afraid it was going to come into our solar system and it was going to hit something and cause all kinds of havoc, but. Apparently it's not. It's going past us. It's and it's three point some odd billion miles past Pluto. So I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna affect our gravity. 
Okay, what else you got? What else you got? I got, okay, I have one. Uh, this is the last one that I got, but we, I've, th- this is one of my favorite articles. It's from 2017, so it's a little bit old, but the issues that it talks about are still there. Um, so, it's uh, May 15th, 2017, in the Washington Post. Don't mess with Millennials' avocado toast. <laughs> <laughs> They may have graduated during the Great Recession with poor job prospects and outrageous student loans, but that doesn't matter. There's one explanation for why millennials have been slow to buy homes. Avocado toast. (laughs) At least that's what Australian millionaire and property mogul Tim Gurner told his country's 60 Minutes in comments that are being widely mocked around the Internet. When I was trying to buy my first home... I wasn't buying smashed avocados for $19 and four coffees at $4 each, Gurner said. (laughs) (laughs) Now avocado toast has come to mean many things. For some people, the trendy in 2014 brunch staple is ambrosia, the food of the gods. It inspires rhapsodic recipes and a slideshow of what it looks around the world. To other people, avocado toast is everything wrong with our Instagram-obsessed society. And according to one BuzzFeed writer, it tastes like butt. (laughs) It usually costs less than $19, but considering it takes next to no skill to make, it could be considered an affordable luxury, uh, like many other brunch items. It's true that the price of avocados is rising quickly, But regardless of which side of the great avocado toast divide you fall on, uh, we should all be able to agree on one thing. Uh, And they're saying that his hot take is garbage. But I I think, no, I think he's accurate. So they had all these tweets, um, uh, and one of them is, Be right back, quitting my job and becoming an avocado peddler since millennials are spending the equivalent of house prices on them. (laughs) <laughs> and then another guy. It's crazy. It's what's crazy is I like guacamole, and the other day I went and I bought. Um, well, I actually Kathy brought some to work for. They had a uh, like a potluck thing, you know, and it's at lunchtime. So she's like, I don't want to bring anything that's kind of. She said, make a make a bunch of guacamole, and I'll just bring some nice chips and guacamole. Uh-huh. So I whipped out a batch, and I wasn't paying attention when I was picking them, you know, because when you pick out guacamole, mm-hmm. or when you pick out avocados, you know, you don't want the ones that are too hard, you don't want the ones that are too soft and mushy because they're black inside, you want the ones that are just right. So when you're you're feeling up the, the avocados, you don't really look at the sign that says whatever they are per avocado or per pound or whatever, however you buy them. Right. You get to the checkout, and you go... What the hell did I buy that cost freaking ten bucks? Or you know, it's like, oh, it was those five avocados that you bought. I was like, holy crap, two bucks a pop. I was yeah. like, wow. I remember when you could get like four of them for a dollar. Yeah, but now um, millennials are like, instead of buying houses, they're buying avocados and shitting them out. <laughs> yeah, must be, must be. That's crazy. That's crazy. I know it's. I know. I was like, "Wow, that's." I didn't even realize that they had gone up that much in price because you don't. I guess you don't really notice it as much unless you're buying a bunch of them, and uh, you know, you buy one or two, and it goes in the basket, and you're with the other bunch of other stuff, and you're, you know, you're bitching about the price of steak and the, the price of freaking, 
frozen pizzas. <laughs> yeah. So what's your favorite frozen pizza? Oh, my favorite frozen pizza. Interesting, because it's one that I like that Kathy doesn't like, and it's California Pizza Kitchen's... Um, I don't remember what they call it, but it's the one that's got the it's got like a salami that's kind of on the hot side. Okay, like a sopaceta um, or whatever. Yeah, 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 that's the one I like. It's a th- that's that's like one of my favorite when it comes to frozen pizzas. Oh, cool. Um, but I don't like I don't I like your I like your um, uh, deep dish pizza recipe the best. Yeah, that's that's my favorite of all time pizza. Yeah, it's damn good. It's tough to mm-hmm. beat. Uh, it, you know, but sometimes you just want to have like a frozen pizza or whatever. So yeah. we, my kids like Jack's. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, we usually get them a cheese one and we get them a pepperoni one. Mm-hmm. And then my wife likes a Supreme, so she usually picks out something. But if I, if I'm, if I just get to have my choice, I like those Totino's party pizzas best. <laughs> <laughs> Those cheapy little ones you buy at Walmart for that's like funny. ten of them for like four bucks or whatever. That's funny. Yeah, those are my. I favorites. like you know what I like French bread pizza too though. Okay, like uh, that's pizza, like Stouffer's like or, or, or there's or another company. Yeah, that there's company? another company that makes. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and I, I do like those two for in a pinch, but um, I mean it's they're so bad for you. It's not even funny. I don't care. I mean, don't get me going on the gluten thing. <laughs> well, jeez. Yeah, I don't even want to go there. That's another topic that <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. really piss a lot of people off really quick. Yep. And I'm not going to convince anyone, so. Yeah. Um, well, it's amazing. All I can say is, you know, probably, what do we, what do we have in recorded histories? Like 6,000 years of recorded history? Um. Well, no, more than that. That's, oh, no, you're probably about right. Uh, Mesopotamia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we've been eating bread for 6,000 years, and in the last 25 years, all of a sudden, ha- the population of the planet is gluten intolerant? What the hell happened? Well, you tell me. I don't know. To be honest, I mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I, I think it's, I think it has to do with, um, I mean, because I'm, I, I'm not, I won't call myself gluten intolerant. I will not stop myself from eating something. Right. Uh, because I think I'm I'm gonna get bloaty. I just I do I will like limit the amount that I eat. But if I eat white bread anymore, I get kind of bloaty. So I think of that as that's that's probably the same thing. Um, I think it to be honest. I think it's genetically altered uh, plants. I, I I believe that that has a has a big um, you know it doesn't take much to make something not digestible. You know, and if they they're changing something uh, to to make it maybe more resistant to pesticides or insecticides or a particular animal from eating or whatever, they're you know they're constantly trying to change things with uh, with you know genetically crossbreeding that kind of stuff. And uh, I think that they've come across this. They they probably came across some strains that makes it more intolerant to people but is a higher yield higher yielding plants so you can feed more people even though they all blowed up and get the shits <laughs> <laughs> but you could feed more of them yeah <laughs> that, maybe I, that's what happened that, to those poor toilets in the yucca forest yeah, or whatever <laughs> it's, but that's what that's what i think i think it i think it has something to do with that i think it 
Um, I mean, it, it. You know how it, you know how it doesn't. Uh, I mean, geez, it takes one atom to make uh, um, carbon monoxide and carbon dioxide. One of them, one of them is not uh, poisonous, and the other one is. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's, it's it doesn't take much. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't just a one little one little change, and all of a sudden you're, you know, nobody can eat it. What are you having for dinner tonight? I don't know. I'm thinking frozen pizza. Damn, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We've got. I've still got some leftovers from. Uh, um, I've still got uh, some leftover beef from from Christmas Eve. I might. Uh, I might finish that up today. Slice it up and. And I do. And I also have some frozen lobster tails that we have Ooh. not yet uh, cooked up. Yeah. They were on sale. They weren't there. You know, it was like. Um, one of those deals where you go, okay, I can't pass this up because these are really, really inexpensive. And so I bought a pretty good jag of them and uh, shrunk wrap them, and so they're they're in real nice shape. And I just thaw them out and maybe cook them up. And it's my wife and I, so it's not a big deal. How do you how do you even prepare a lobster tail? I've never made it. Really? Yeah, I've um, never made. Well, lobster. if you get, we used to get when. I, Back in the day, when Kathy and I were dating, and we were in college, every once in a while I would surprise her with something. And one of the one of the surprises was, I went over to her apartment and I had two live lobsters. Oh wow! And a big giant pot of water, pot for water, <laughs> and uh, and she, you know, and we cooked them up. And basically, what you do you just boil, with a, right? With, yeah, you just get a, a really, really hot boiling pot of water. You put some salt in it, so it's kind of like salty water. And I think, I think when you add the salt, I think it the, raises the temperature a little bit of the. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it the, does. I think actually. the water boils a little bit at higher temperature. It does, yeah. And so you. Uh, um, in the minute she's a she's a rolling boil, you drop them in. Yeah, and and then they turn red, and I mean it doesn't, and you don't leave them in very long because you'll overcook them. I don't remember exactly. I'd have to look it up exactly how long you leave them in. But then you just take them up, take them out, and cut them up. Now the ones I have are tails uh-huh. that I've already been boiled. Oh, so you just heat them up in the oven? Or so whatever. yeah, no. What I would do is I'll split them, and I will throw them on the grill, and I'll put butter in the in the crack. You know, split the tail open, and then I'll I'll put butter down the pat down the the middle of the back, and then put it in the put it on a grill. And it doesn't take you know on the grill on high it doesn't take very long. You just just basically get them hot and then you pull them out. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that's good. I mean, I do shrimp. I do like that too once in a while. You know, just uh, put them on a skewer and put olive oil on them and. Throw them on the on the grill, olive oil and a little bit of garlic, mm-hmm. and throw them on the grill and just get them hot. And that's that's pretty tasty too. Yeah. Tonight. But besides that, what do you ha- you're having? What are you having for dinner? Uh, what did well, you have last night? What did you do last night? Last New night, New Year's Eve. What did um, you do last night? I had uh, Cuban sandwiches with uh, chicken noodle soup. That's awesome. Yeah. And today uh, we're having uh, sliders. So what I do. Is I buy a whole bunch of hamburger and get it get a cookie sheet with uh, line it with wax paper and then you roll out the hamburger real thin and then you cut it into squares 
uh, you mm. know, and then you freeze so it, like, and then you can okay. take those patties and uh, break them apart and shrink wrap them so that you have a ready-made meal. And then I get the King's Hawaiian buns, and I make little sliders. They're really good. Damn. Yeah. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. And that's like White Castle. Yeah. Have, have you? Yeah, it's I like, yeah, it's exactly I, I like, like that too. So to like make to make you it, put the six the holes in them. Yeah, that's what I do. I put five <clears> holes, and then mm-hmm. um, the other thing I do is you take dehydrated onion and mm-hmm. rehydrate it in water for a bit, mm-hmm. and then you put that down on your griddle, mm-hmm. and you put the patties on top of that, and you mm. don't have to flip them um, because those holes let it steam through there. Right. Well, the other thing too is I think when the when they when that used to be a thing back in the day. Um, there was White Castle, and we had another company called Braze that had the same kind of hamburgers. They were little thin patties like that with yeah. the onions underneath them. Uh-huh. And what they they throw them on the grill, and they would put a cover on them. Okay. Like a like a tin like an aluminum, uh, just a like a pot lid over yeah, the top right. of them, but yeah. it was bigger. And so it would st- it, you. You got a hamburger that was more steamed than anything yeah. else. Yeah, that's well. That's basically when you do a White Castle, you have a. They use a um, basically a cookie sheet that that has the onions and a little bit of liquid scattered on it, and then they put the patties yep. on, and then they put the buns directly <clears throat> on the frozen hamburger patties, and then they cook it, and the buns trap in the the um, you know the, the moisture. Yeah, the moisture. Yeah. So it's, well, it's and steaming. if you if you uh, haven't tried this you can get a um uh you can actually buy f- white castle hamburgers in the frozen food section this is yeah. definitely not health food people. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like a, about as far from health food as you can get and uh you can get and they're actually they're one of the few things that you get that taste like a white castle hamburger that's really a white cast i mean you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can go to White Castle and you get a hamburger, and it, I mean they're not great. These are not great hamburgers, people. They're not great hamburgers at all. Um, Kyle's probably are really good, but the but the ones you get from um, White Castle, they're not. You have to eat like a dozen of them to, to get. Yeah, I up. mean they're tiny. They're three inch yep. by three inch patties. So. Yep. And if you um, you get these frozen ones, and actually, if you're not if there, there's not a White Castle close to you to compare. Um, just well, take my word for it. They taste very, very similar. I mean, they're almost identical. Yeah. Uh, in the for some, however they freeze them, they do a good job. Yeah. And they and they actually have the taste of a White Castle hamburger. Yeah, it's, I'll have to try those. I've eaten real White Castles before. Yep. yep. Like in yep. Indiana is where I always oh, yeah. saw them. Yep. But uh, yeah, you have to get you have to eat like yeah. Like I said, you have to get like six of them. Well, this place that where I grew up uh, was called Braze Hamburgers, and it. Um, Used to get six in a bag for a buck. Yeah. When I was when I was a kid, now it's probably four for four in a bag for a buck. But that's still a quarter quarter pop. Yeah. And 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 I think uh, um, White Castle is not that expensive. I think no, it's, it's like that. Cheap. It's like four for four for a dollar or three for a dollar. Yeah, they're they're cheap. And actually, it's not a three inch by three inch patty. I think it's like inch and a half by inch and a half. So they're small, and you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you guys have seen those King's Hawaiian buns, that's basically the size of bun you're talking about. So they're miniature hamburgers, but I yep. like them because my kids don't eat a whole hamburger anyway, but they'll eat a whole one of these, 
Mm-hmm. And then if I eat two of them, I feel like I'm pigging out, and really I'm eating less than I would if I just had a hamburger. Right. You know, so I right. kind of like them. I like the sliders now a little better than I like eating regular hamburgers because it's not very much meat, but you feel like you're eating a lot because it's still like you're eating a serving of it, you know? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It, it tricks your brain. It's like putting a putting um, using a smaller plate. Yeah. Use a smaller plate, the food that you, you can put half as much food on it, and you think it's a lot more than it is. Yep. <clears throat> These are all tricks to stay thin. <laughs> I, I wish I used any of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well. Anyways, I, think, I, I suppose think that, that's episode. a wrap for today, you think? Yeah, I think I don't we've know. Got, got one. Yeah. No, I'm uh, knife attack at, Man- at Manchester's Victoria Station. I got that. Uh, wounds three, including three police officers. Jesus Christ. Including police officer, one police officer. Knife-wielding man seriously injured three people. Um, one of them a police officer at Victoria Station. Now, I don't even understand how, unless he was the first one hit. Um, in Manchester, UK, Monday night before he was taken into custody, uh, police did not release the motive immediately, but said the man was being questioned on suspicion of attempted murder, and then added that counter-terror police officers were leading the investigation, so this guy is a Muslim. Hmm. So, Manchester police said a man and a woman in their 50s were taken to the local hospital. Sounds like they weren't. So, well, injuries were described as serious, but were not life-threatening. Well, someone was stabbed in the abdomen, that's pretty life-threatening. That's pretty goddamn life-threatening. Yeah. If if you have to have surgery, you're... But you got to understand, these are Muslims that are doing this doing this deed. Even though it doesn't say it in here, I'll bet you a dollar that it was. Um, oh, he was screaming this blood curdling way. All he was all dressed in black. <laughs> oh, well. Anyways, um, it's not life threatening because he was a Muslim. You know, we got to give them a little slack. Okay, hey, I have one more topic. forgot about this and i want to see how woke you are have you heard of an incel i-n-c-e-l i-n-c-e-o c-e-l incel incel doesn't ring a bell okay so um (laughs) there's this uh group of young men who uh unfortunately don't have any luck with ladies right 
And mm-hmm. so incel is a portmanteau of involuntary celibate. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so that was kind of a big thing in... Um, yeah, in, I, I guess I don't remember that, but I do remember that. Well, in it, the reason it was a big thing is in uh, Canada, um, in, I guess it was Toronto, uh, they there was somebody ran down a whole bunch of people with a van and of course the initial reaction is oh well this is a truck of uh, peace and cultural enrichment um, <laughs> <laughs> but no it was this guy um, who was like really pissed off uh, the first one of these that ever you know where they they're mad because they don't get the ladies was the first one that I remember was uh, May 23rd, 2014, and his name was Elliot Roger, and he killed six people and injured 14 others in Isla Vista, California. And he left a big... The reason he's the most famous one is because they... Uh, they... Um, he left a big manifesto. <laughs> hmm. uh, and it's all crazy stuff. Um, but there's... Well, some- well, you know what's interesting about it? I, and I look at young people and I think... What happened to what happened to us? Well, one so what the incels will tell you, and they there is some there is some actual science to back this up. Is that when you and I were young uh, and dating and things, right? You would you would date somebody that you like knew from mm-hmm. like school or somebody you met at church or something like this, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And you would date and um, you know, uh, if you're lucky, you get married and stuff. But but back then, most people could successfully do that, even if you were um, pretty pretty ugly. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, something changed, and that's. Um, have you heard of Tinder? Yep. Yeah. So Tinder is an app. Um, if for anybody listening that doesn't know it. You install on your phone, you take a couple pictures of yourself, and you write a little profile, and then uh, put it out there. And then what happens is people in within a certain radius of where you live will see that, um, like women. And if they swipe right on your picture, and you swiped right on theirs, then you match. But if you swipe left, if either of you swipes left, then there's no match. Well... Um, what ha- what happens is, and there's actual data to prove this, the top 20% of men end up screwing the screwing 80% of the women, so that 80% of the men left are fighting over the bottom 20% of women. So literally, that has created. Yes, it's a wild environment, right? And like, well, like this is, literally animals in the wild. Yeah, this is basically their theory, and they do have some evidence to back that up. Well, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. I mean, you you have, a, um, I mean, you have a dominant buck. Typically, will breed way more does than a lesser buck, right? You know, I mean, I think that that's not an uncommon thing. Yeah, and I guess, and I guess that if we're using that as that's how we're choosing our mates anymore, I guess that that's a, you know, we really have resorted to uh, primitive behavior. <laughs> well, pretty much. Anyway, there there is some evidence, uh, and they've got different scientific studies that they 
site over this and um but they're they're pretty uh they're pretty um sad sacks <laughs> well much. i did i did google i did google that mm-hmm. incel and and i tell you what the pictures of that are on it are of you know when you just go you know google yeah. it and then and then have uh just have images show up yeah so um, so the that's top, a pretty the, sad looking group of people well the top the the top image that comes up for me is um there's a picture of this alec manassian guy who ran over the people with his van of peace on mm-hmm. the left and on the right that's elliot roger mm-hmm. um so that's the top image that comes up for me um but uh you know i would say that neither of them is particularly bad looking Right. I would say that probably they're just a little socially awkward, um, and uh, you know. Well, you know what? These are the guys that these are literally the people that are. Um, this is a product of the anti-bullying group, I believe. I believe this is uh, this is a um, you know these are the guys that are they want to be women anyways. They start. They. I think they want to become women. Well, I. I. I don't think so. I don't know. They, Maybe no, not. They. Maybe. They want to. They want to sleep with women, and they can't. <laughs> well, yeah, but 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 why? I mean, what what is the? I mean, there's a there's a reason for this. Well, there. If you if you um, there's like YouTube documentaries and stuff, and these none of the ones that they actually show in the documentaries are particularly bad looking but the the main thing that incels will say is the reason they can't get women is something that they absolutely can't change and that's their looks you know so rather than blame you know what listen here's the deal Mm -hmm. i'll bet you a dollar not one of these guys can put a tie on or put a suit on and dress up and look i mean i think that that's part of the problem they don't know how to look or act like men for one thing I mean that would be that would be my first take would be you know there's not one of these guys on here that that can act like a man and actually go bowling <laughs> go bowling I mean <laughs> I mean but seriously they I bet you not one of them knows knows what a Windsor knot is I bet you not one of them I bet you they wear their skinny jeans people uh I doubt it okay okay so here's a the, the like king of the the one that's still alive, uh, the king of the in- incels is this guy named Eggman. So do do an images search for Eggman incel, and look at the Eggman first picture that comes up. This dude has a legit point when he says his problem is he's an ugly dude. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Uh, I suppose he's got a lot of forehead. But uh, well, yeah, and well, and then I mean. He was a big sad sack. I mean, but I, I guess he's turned his life around somewhat. Um, but then, if you scroll down, well, listen, there's, we're there's not one supposed to be this superficial. What the hell's going on in our society? That's, we're not supposed to be. I mean, we're living in the utopias society now that looks don't matter anymore.
Well, no, that's that's you actually can... totally inaccurate, and <laughs> and it, there's scientific studies to prove it that um, women are actually harder judge of of looks in a man than men are women. Oh yeah, and, and it, there's actual scientific proof of this. You know, they yeah. they always say, well, you know, looks don't matter; it's the personality, teehee. But the science says otherwise, and the fact yeah. that you know eighty percent of men are sleeping, or well, listen, are, are basically without any kind of a romantic well, think interest about, is. Think about what think about what what we've got going on in society right now. We have we have something that is everybody is selfie driven. Yeah, <clears throat> everybody, no matter where you go, what are they doing? They're taking selfies, right? You know, and and to show where they were or what they're eating. That's the other thing. Selfies. Oh, I, I I love taking pictures of food, man. Don't bash me. <laughs> you know that's, <laughs> that's like ninety percent of what I put up is food. <laughs> don't hate me, bro. Yeah. No, but but <laughs> but but uh, and the food isn't isn't a big deal. I mean, I I like I like looking actually at actually yeah, when food they, you is know, presented properly. About it looks good. I actually like looking at people's food. Yeah, you know, because yeah. then I'll if I see something that looks good, I'll ask them how they made it, and then I'll make yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and, and and then but if, if I put up pictures of food, the chances are it's not going to be controversial and get me in all this trouble, you know. <laughs> so. Right. Well, I mean, it cracks me up. Have you ever seen the selfies gone wrong? No, um, I'm going to look. There's it up. a there's a uh, if you look for some, I don't even know what you have to Google to see it, but um, you know, it's like the lady taking a picture for for whatever dating site that she's got, and there's a turd in the toilet in the oh yeah 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 i saw that one <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> thinking, okay yeah <laughs> i'm serious yeah i'm like what what really first off why are you taking a picture of yourself in the bathroom <laughs> be like the last i mean if i was i was <laughs> i don't know I, I have a hard time even talking about it i'm thinking what <laughs> what what is wrong with you seriously are you that are you do you have that low of an IQ? Has our I mean it's not I mean that's not even you can't even blame the school for not teaching people that that you shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't take a selfie when you have a can of butt lube next to you. <laughs> there's all these like there's these crazy ones that <laughs> uh, if you if you look, there's this site uh, runt of the web, and and they have an article on bad selfies. <laughs> there's one guy he's looking in the mirror, or he's taking a selfie of himself, and it captures the mirror behind him, and he's got a bare butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then there's one. Uh, there's a there's a girl taking a a selfie, and she's got sunglasses on, and the the image in the sunglasses is of a um, sexual device on her computer that she's looking at. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it's it's you know, I don't know. I I mean, it just it it does crack me up. I mean, I, I'm thinking you really you can't you can't make this stuff up. There's a picture of a guy in a bathroom taking a selfie while there's another guy next to him getting having sex with somebody <laughs> you know in the next stall over oh jeez. <laughs> you know i, I i'm that's crazy <laughs> a- absolutely crazy some of these are nuts yeah well anyway it's uh that's pretty funny i don't usually usually if if if, if there's a picture of me i have somebody else take it 
Right. You know, but then nobody knows how to frame anything up, and it's yeah. just annoying. So I don't usually yeah. appear in many photographs, or I try not to. Well, it's, the stuff is pretty. I mean, there is a. I mean, there's a lot of funny pictures out there that people take. But you know, we've been um, one of the things that, that for some reason I've been watching like army fails. I don't know if you ever seen oh, any yeah, of these yeah, videos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like you end up getting sucked into them, and you're like 10 minutes watching yeah. like st- stupid things that happen, people falling, people oh, I love those. getting hit in the face, yeah. by stuff. Uh, and it, and I know it is, it is, they are pretty funny, but... I like the Russian dash cam videos. The Russian dash cam videos. Yeah, yeah. those are the best. <clears throat> Cars going in the water, that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. All kinds of stupid stuff. Guys driving on the ice and their car falls in the water. Mm. Uh, that's unbelievable. Anyways, yep. well, I think if you got any more news, uh, I, think, I think that's a pretty down. good one. <clears throat> Let us know if you like this new format, if you like us talking about news like this. Um, I think it's kind of fun. Gets 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 the blood ramped up, boiling very quickly. Well, and, and you'll never run out of things to talk about if you talk about, like, current news. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. can find some ones that are somewhat funny, you know. And yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, what do we say? Uh, you say it. You say oh, it. I say uh, keep your friends. <laughs> I got three things on my on the, on the top of my computer la- with, that are labels. One of them is... Uh, is um, Command shift and three equals a screenshot. <laughs> the other one is solving problems that don't exist. Yeah. And then the third one is keep your knives sharp and your friends sharper. All right. That's a wrap. So with that, let's wrap it. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.